Red and ATL coming to you from the sunny city of Atlanta. Via, Deceptively sunny. Right, because it's freezing. Via iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, and something else I'm pretty sure I'm missing. Just anytime you can click on a play button on any sort of viable or, you know, um, any reputable, um, reputable streaming. streaming service, we're probably there. Absolutely. So today we're going to jump into a few random subjects here. That we, um, I've kind of had conversations with friends um, this year. I'm here. My name is Nick. I already said Nick. I already said your name. Nick. Did you? In the very beginning. I don't think you did. Are you sure? You said the sunny, you said the sunny city of ATL. And then I said deceptively sunny. And then you just went into it. <laughs> Hurts my feelings. So let's go back in. Featuring the fabulous ah, there it is. Nicholas Bach there here. There it is. And um, I didn't tell you this before, but Dal, which, what kind of shirt is that? That's very nice. This is that, is was that like an astronaut the, down there? Yeah, it's an astronaut doing graffiti over, it looks like an Aurora, Aurora Borealis kind of thing, but he's doing graffiti at the bottom. I think it's called 2AM. I think it's called a, Where'd you get it? A, a Amazon. I just saw it and had to have it. I, I got a bunch of shirts coming. I got a Moss Eisley like, uh, like advertisement shirt. It mm. looks pretty cool. Um, I got this shirt. I don't know if you're you a fan of Twin Peaks. No, not like you. Oh man, that's your that's oh, your man. situation. There, There's man. this place called the Roadhouse on Twin Peaks, and it's got pretty iconic neon sign of just like a revolver, and it you know the neon animated kind of bang bang kind of thing off off of it. It just sort of like jumps between. You know how like you animate neon signs mm-hmm. at like Christmas or whatever. Um, instead of the Roadhouse, it's just the Cantina, and it's Han Solo's blaster, and it says pew pew on it instead of bang bang. So it's like a complete like shirt for like maybe like three people. That would get it. And me being is there a um, a smaller size available? For there, there's a bunch, man. Six, Wait, six dollars to man, buy you know what, six dollar t shirts. I mean, can I, can we just plug them? I know we're not supposed to like crazy plug, but six dollar t shirts has some of the coolest designs. Are they actually six dollars? Uh, yeah, dude. You or oh, ten for fifty if you order ten of them. Ten for fifty. You, do you huh? know my? Uh, you've seen my Leia shirt. My uh, I have my that's that's six dollar shirts, man. You get you eat all these designs, and then you get to choose what color you want. To okay. put the design so now I gotta go out. check it out. Yeah, but if I rock the same shirt, will you judge me? No, hell no, dude. Thank you. Thank as you. Long as, pre- as long as someone comes up, if right someone there, comes man. up and says true something friendship. about like if you have like a Twin Peaks shirt and someone says the owls are what they seem, you just have to like okay, yeah, but you're not gonna get any Twin Peaks reference, you know. But I can at least and, I, and I'll give you your credit. Mm-hmm. I'll let them know that it wasn't a I, this was mm-hmm. this shirt wasn't my idea. It was it was a fabulous Nick's box. Nick, Nick <laughs> it was a fabulous Nick box idea. Mm-hmm. So today we're gonna get into a few subjects that are. I have been vamping on with some friends this week. Um, we're going to get into law of attraction. Um, we'll get into Falcons and ATL sports in general. And we're going to try to bring you back to the fold here. Okay, we'll see. Nick, Nick we'll Bach. We'll and um, a subject that you didn't know we're going to get into, but I had a conversation about this and that's the average amount of sex partners that people have. Ooh. And we will touch on that towards the end. But let's first jump into a little bit of catch up here. How was your week been a few weeks probably been at least two or three weeks couple you've been weeks i've uh, been pretty good i've been finishing up i'm recording an album with some friends of mine we're trying to do uh like a spacey hip-hop album a spacey hip what is that into like a, is that like a trip-hop album uh, man it's like i would love to say it was trip-hop but i it's kind of like we're the the goal we had behind it was trying to be like an 80s uh soundtrack for like a like an eighties movie that was just never made. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I, so I do remember. You played you me a couple we, of songs. We, off yeah, there. we have a couple of just like I I, I describe it as hip hop because it's really groovy. It's not like a like a it's not all just like crazy, just atonal kind of stuff. It's like 
kind of just groove space music. I don't know how to describe it, but we're finishing up mixing our first song. We got a music video we're going to be releasing hopefully soon. Um, and after, but yeah, so I've uh, been doing that the last two weeks and then just sort of like relaxing because kind of a lull between shows right now. So you're not working on the last show that you were working no, on? No, no, that's, that's done with. What, what is, so what is your next, what's, uh, what's next for the fabulous Nick Bob? Well, I go working for an HBO show. We'll just leave it at that. I can't really talk too much. Top about secret, it. man. Yeah. So can I get that off the air? Or, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. We'll talk about it off the man. air, but like loose lips sing ships, buddy. <laughs> got to keep it professional did you um have any crazy new year's situation any um, crazy you new know year's what? parties oh, any crazy okay. so new year's is funny because i did absolutely nothing but i'm not the only one who's done that i'm, I'm i guess i'm in that age group now where it's like what age group I, is that? I don't man? know if it's so much of an age group or a social circle. Are you or right? Are you still in millennial phase? Are, 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 no, are actually, you, I'm what they are, call a zennial. We're what they call zennials. I don't know about you. How I mean, I'm, what, you, I'm you, before. I'm like before. Are you 83? No, no, bro. I'm old. I'm, I I'm goodness. That, but I appreciate yeah. that, man. I appreciate. It. Now, if you, I, I think black don't crack, crack I, dude. Black it it don't doesn't. Crack. I think 86, 87, I mean, if it's, if I'm just going on looks, yeah. it's not, it's yeah. not be crazy here. Yeah. Well, but I no, gave you the benefit of the doubt because I know you're older than me. I, I appreciate that. But either way, um, I'm in that weird sort of thing because I think if you remember the world before the internet, mm-hmm. you're not a millennial. <laughs> That's kind of what I, if, if you actually can think of if a you world. Can recall, well, there's a lot of millennials, you know, but millennials can be like 33, 34, right? So yeah, but the, but you're still. Yeah, I see. I, I'm I'm thirty three, thirty four. So you're you're a millennial technically. It's technically on paper, yes. On but paper, like, you are. The problem with that is, is you know, I I remember a time before the internet. I remember a time where computers weren't in every house. Like not everyone had a computer. Like people getting computers in their house was still not a thing. Right. When we were kids, like. So what um, age did you get your first computer in your house? I was like 10 or 11. What year was that? Uh, so that would be 96, 97 So I got a computer in my house very early. I got it in 93, yeah. 92, 93. Oh. Hence why you own a computer business and I'm working the movies. <laughs> that, that is absolutely it was, why. It was messed up. Our first home computer was in our, it was in our parents' room. Huh. Like you had like, so like if, you know, like you wanted to get on the computer super late and just well, they can't give you unfettered access. Yeah, exactly. Man. I think Come that was, I think that was their thought is like, we have they to won't turn you loose out here on the, on something. We already see the way machine. he is on that dang Nintendo. <laughs> Imagine if he had this. <laughs> Did your parents get you Nintendo? Very early? Oh yeah. When I was four or five, they saw me play Nintendo for the first time. And I think they were just like, okay, I guess we got to do this. And I think my dad, what it was, was he kind of secretly wanted one, you know, because like later, much later. After I was an adult, which, and this was never an issue, but I think my dad would stay up and get stoned and play Mortal Kombat, you know, like real late at night. Or remember the originals, uh, NES Turtle game? Yes, absolutely. So me and my brother one night are like, like Turtles in Time, no, right? Like no, the arcade, I'm talking like, I'm talking like scrolling. the one where you got all the way to the second level at the dam and you had to go through that water level and defuse all those bombs. And it was like the most impossible level. So you're not talking about the time. one that was in arcade. The, the you're NES, talking about the, the NES, the NES one. one. Right. right. That like, and I remember being woken up like on like a Thursday and my mom's waking me up. She's like, Nick, Nick, Nathan, you got it. You've got to come see this. So we're like, huh? Your dad has beat that level of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that no one thought you could you couldn't win because it was just so damn hard. Like he, we we got woken up in the middle of the night to 
Was it a good family moment? I mean, it was good. I guess it was. I guess it was. Gather around the television. Gather around the television and see dad drive the turtle van around on the. And then immediately die and never have it happen again. <laughs> but you were there to witness it, though. Well, man. it's funny though because I've read like later articles about some of the hardest like games ever. That's one of them, and that's one of them for yes, that very is. level. So I guess it was a it was a very um, crucial point in video game history. Plus, my dad played Mortal Kombat like all the time when we got that. So like, I imagine he's very good. Well, he used to be. I mean, Did you beat him? Uh, no, actually, because he was a <laughs> Liu Kang cheating bitch and would just sit across the, the board and if shoot fireballs If you can't beat the strategy, me, yeah. man, listen, I mean, listen, if he comes up with a strategy and you got it, you can't beat it. Yeah. He just, I remember watching him beat Goro when I was a kid, just being like, my dad's a fucking superhero. Really? <laughs> yeah. Was that my the moment that you Goro. realized at that second yeah. that this, but I love this guy. Knowing it all the time, like apparently he just used to get stoned and play video games. So I, I don't really feel that too much off for my father right now. <laughs> so you said that you didn't do anything at, at New Year's Eve. You said no, like dude, a, we went to literally, we went, sorry to, to, to go crazy on Mortal Kombat, but uh, you jogged a memory. Um, no, we didn't do anything. We, uh, we went to the local bar. Counted down. I mean, that's and, something, right? At least you can stay at the house. You know? Yeah, nah, man. But I, I had a lot of friends that were like, yeah, I was in bed by 10. I didn't really care. You know, like, I don't, like it's not what? like, it's so weird, man. In so you, you get, you get to these certain stages, I guess. And like, I don't know if it's my life, but like majority of the people I talked to were like, yeah, we, we just didn't do anything. Like, we don't care. Like, uh, but you know, like, but it, because it was miserable, it was cold. Like, wasn't it raining? I think it was raining or something like that. Like, I don't know. It was just, I wasn't outside. Yeah, I, was I like, had an event that year, that, that night. It was crazy though. It was a wedding, did. but it was massive Why though. And it was, heck? oh, but I guess, I guess if you're going to have a wedding on New Year's Eve, you better bring it. Yeah, it was. Was it, was it, it, it rotten? It, yes, it was. Absolutely. There was, um, it was about 200 people and it was crazy. I had uh, photos that I, they broke out the, uh, Statue of Liberty foam hats. They had like little Statue of Liberty <laughs> foam hats and then, uh, they had the glow sticks. You know, and then so they had to a full sixteen-piece band. Well, I, it, it was kind of like that, but um, Secretary of State was there, and was security was there, and there and everything, and it was so crazy. Whose wedding was it? Can you talk about whose wedding it was? Um, it was no, because it ran a, a random couple. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, I guess everybody, somebody, affluent, you know, like but it's parents like parents or something. It's a situation like. where it wasn't anybody like um, noteworthy from a celebrity standpoint. Mm-hmm. You know, you just have somebody. Of course, could you imagine there. being like the secretary of state and like having to go to a wedding? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's you know, like, what's crazy is that he was like in Iraq, like the next like two or three days later. Yeah. You know, I see him on television. Oh, the secretary of state for the country. Yeah. Mike Pompeo. Oh, I thought it's you crazy meant the Secretary of State for the state of Georgia. Man, you're I would never even brought that up, bro. I, 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 on, I mean, Come I just on, figured we're it was one time. of those we're, things. We're past I, that now, man. Yeah. We're past that now, Nick. We're global. You know? we're, I mean, we're, 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 we're nationwide. Yeah, this is what we do. Yeah. You know, we're, we're like, I mean, I'm, I would have told you off the air. Don't get me wrong. I'm not crazy. I would have mentioned it, but <laughs> it would have been off. I would not have mentioned it. Oh, yeah. The Secretary right, of State for Georgia was there, too. No biggie. People like, we he don't was, care. He was eating all the shrimp. Speaking of Secretary of State. Uh, and speaking of Georgia, not speaking of Secretary of State, speaking the of state. Georgia in general, the state of Georgia, let's move on to something that you know I am passionate about. And we were talking about this off the air. I don't want to talk and about I that. know, I know, Nick Bach, that you don't want to speak about this. I know. But you know but why? I'm bring you, you back, you've my seen friend. Me, we're going to bring you you've back today. You've seen me at my worst in terms of Atlanta sports fandom is I think it was what you're okay. referring to. That, that is. And then when we are so, so Nick, what is, let me give you the floor here. What is your problem with Atlanta sports? 
My problem with Atlanta sports is, and we're talking about uh, which sports do you pay attention to? Do you watch all of them? Oh, dude, you watch I used basketball? to watch all. I didn't. I didn't watch so much basketball. So you didn't watch the Hawks, but you watched the Braves and but the Falcons. The Braves and the Falcons were like standard in my house. Georgia Tech football too. Okay, um, we don't even have to talk about Georgia yeah, Tech. Please, no. please. Like, all right, real. but uh, no, no offense to Georgia Tech, but no, I'm just saying just this. We're talking about football now. program is not what it used to be in the '90s, and we're just talking about that, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's just like. So Falcons and Braves, what we're referencing the here. Falcons and Braves. So you have, you have almost, what is it? Almost 20 national league titles for the Braves. I don't know. Maybe something like that. Some crazy astronomical, like the, every single year in the nineties, pretty much the Braves were. That's because we World had Series. Smoltz. Glavin, okay, that's great. Bringing you to the dance and actually Maddox finishing the dance is one thing. Like when you have that many, we won one, bro. One. Listen, some people one. never won now. Okay. I mean, that's fine. We were here. That's fine. What other team has not won a won a World Series? Um, I can look it up, but I know not every team has. You know, I mean, at least we do have a championship there. So if we go with Atlanta championship, that was the only national champion, professional world championship we had. We have no nope. besides United. besides the Atlanta United, which is besides this year, the Atlanta my United. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. No, so soccer, there. I can I can do. We're it, we're, we're we're back, man. I, even then, but they were in the championship game last year. Were they? I, I think know, they I were. Know. Like, wasn't that? Or they were in? They really? Maybe, maybe the hunt, they were decent. They were in the hunt. Yeah, I don't know. If they, they had like there, the winningest the most like season or something. Yeah, like that. well, they were uh, one of the Again, expansion team. Yeah, and um, they definitely. I think they were record records for how good of an expansion team they were like, out the gate. Mm-hmm. We've been good. I don't know if it, we've only been around for a couple years, two or three like, years. Didn't we win the national did. championship in our home stadium? Like, didn't they win that at Mercedes Benz? I don't know. Well, either way, when you have more people showing up for that than they do the actual Falcons games. Okay. So wait, 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 wait. wait. I'm not going to have you take a shot to my team. Nick. Oh man. So here's the thing. Um, here's the thing about Atlanta in general, Nick, is that Atlanta loves what we love in this city is two things. We love, we love new things and we love winning things. Okay. Who doesn't so, love that? Though? That's what we love in Atlanta. So mm-hmm. here's what's gonna happen. I told my friend because when they're breaking all these records, um, when United's breaking all these records, yeah, um, it's a situation where I'm like, well, they're new, so let's the real tell of the tape. And I'm not saying that it won't be uh, United won't be popular because it's a popular yeah. and hopefully it's here to stay. You yeah. know, because as many Atlanta sports, I don't care if we have a ping pong team. Mm-hmm. I want as many Atlanta sports as yeah. possible. I like, so hopefully they definitely stay here for a hundred years, but the tell of the tape in, of any new franchise in Atlanta is if they are losing and then they're not new anymore. So let's go fi- fast forward five years. So let's go five years from now. If they're struggling, okay, Braves let's, are, let's see Braves what the still, record, let's Braves see what still the drawn. Is. But that's the Braves though. I understand that, but it's not a new or winning thing. I know, but the Braves were a winning thing and they're not drawing as much. They're not drawing as much as 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 United is. I'm not sure even from a stadium's capacity standpoint if it's possible. But I know that they're Atlanta United is the new sexy thing. You know, everybody's going to those games. The the attendance is off the Well also you've had a hunger for soccer in this city for a very long time. Which I appreciated seeing. I'm not a huge soccer fan, but I'm not I'm not 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 a soccer fan. But I wasn't raised a soccer fan. I was raised a baseball football fan. You know, like that was my like that was the sports my dad was like, you going to watch these? But even really? my dad, it's so funny. My dad has given up on football. My dad's like, I, I haven't even watched it any this year. He's like, I could tell you the n- number of times on my hand that uh, 
I've watched a football game this year and I, I, I told him the same thing. I'm like, don't you miss like, do you miss actually having like a nervous breakdown every week and like getting angry and like it ruining your entire afternoon because you know, uh, your team didn't win. And then even on top of that, if you're doing fantasy football, which is a huge, which was, which was huge. I don't know how huge it is anymore, but, uh, when you're doing that, you're not even rooting for teams. You're rooting for plays. You're rooting for, you know, uh, you're rooting for a guy not to score a touchdown, but to get a field goal because you're going to get way more points because the kicker is your kicker and not the, so you have all these things that are like, you start rooting really differently for the game. And it just, it's more stress. It's more stressors to put on yourself every Sunday. And I just, I just got tired of it, man. Especially when you're a Falcons fan and you get to a point of like, you have all this hope and all this, you know, everyone's saying that your team, this is your year. And then it finally happens. And then it literally crumbles right in front of your eyes. And you're just like, okay, well, and I'm done that that's what lost me. I was like, I'm, I'm just so after done. the loss to the Patriots, you were it was even before then, like that whole before. season, even that whole season, that like whole season but the whole fabulous. season was great, but that's what I'm saying. The, the season before that, I was just like, I can't do it anymore. And so I just quit watching the Falcons started winning. So I'm like, okay, they obviously don't need me. So then the only really game I watch all year is the dang Super Bowl. And now I'm feeling like, okay, I'm a curse. Cause I well, maybe you, I mean, yeah. if that's when you put like that, mm-hmm. do we really want you yeah, back? Exactly. Like, you didn't tell me that before. It's Who not, a, it's not a mutual beneficial thing, you know, in terms of, I mean, it could be a mutual <laughs> beneficial things is what I meant to say. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I don't have any desire to, it's, it's just sports in general. It's not necessarily Atlanta sports. Cause I used to really love sports. I mean, I really, so when really did you did. check out? probably about two, two years ago. Like I just, of, was, of all sports. Yeah. I just was like, man, I'm just, I can't, I, it's too much time to devote to something that it just doesn't have the amount of payoff anymore that it used to, you know? Well, all right. Saying? So Nick, here's the thing. All right. First of all, let's, let's, let's touch on this real quick. There is one, two, three, four, five franchises that have never won. Are the Expos one? Um, <laughs> I don't, they're not even a team. Are they, is Montreal? Oh, was that Montreal back in the day? Yeah, I'm not well, sure. They're the Washington if, Nationals now, but they were the experts. So they yeah. haven't. Um, they're one of the teams. They're one of the franchises though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers haven't won. Oh, that was never. the Houston. That was the Houston Astros um, that have won it. Milwaukee Brewers, San Diego Padres, Washington Nationals, Padres and Seattle. Won it. Seattle Mariners. It says never franchise oh, began well, in man. 1969. So it's been mind. 50 years. Sorry, you know? Sorry everyone. So, but even still, like Atlanta, that's, that's though, not, that's the Braves like, are not on that it's, list. It's like a metaphor for the entire kind of kind of Atlanta sports scene. It's like we have all the almost wins. What do you mean? Just we have a bunch of National League championships, but every time it's like, oh well, it's the well, we Yankees. have a World Series. We're, we're world one, champions. Nick. One world champions. A lot of these cities they hold on to these world championships forever. Great. I mean, once a champion, okay, who, Braves are champions. Okay, but the Boston took a hundred years to win one, right? Like something like that. Mm. And they still win it, like you know. That's because they had to curse the Bambino. I understandable, but they've still done it again. You know, in the last decade, the Boston Red Sox have won it again. So let's let's talk about. (laughs) Well, I don't want to talk about Boston because Boston is such a blessed sports city. Yeah, I cannot. We're not even going to talk. We're we're not even going to try to compare. Let's not even talk about Boston right now because this is about Atlanta. And let's bring Nick back home. The B O S T O N. No, it's not. And they're a very blessed sports city. Atlanta, Nick, you need to come back to 
I don't know, know about the Falcons because you watched the Super Bowl okay. and we lost. So maybe you maybe sit I need that to out. Just sit that one out. Maybe, just let the Falcons maybe. be. I feel like we need your fandom, though. I feel like you need to well, at least be I mean, hoping we win. You know, you know. It's, I mean, I rep Atlanta. I don't have a problem repping Atlanta at all. It's Atlanta sports that I'm just like I don't care about any sports. So if it's like it's one of those things where it's not necessarily exclusive to just Atlanta. You know, like it's not, be, but it's because of Atlanta sports. I don't like sports. If that you, makes any sense, you it's need to blame. To it's Nick. to blame, but it's not. It's not the. It's it's not exclusive to just Atlanta. So, well, I will say a couple years ago we did have the, the devastating situation with with the Patriots, and mm-hmm. now they're coming back now for a Super Bowl to here in Atlanta. Hometown, let's be real. At least it's that's better that's than the so Saints coming back. Uh, I was man, that I dodged a bullet there. I, dodged, I was watching really the game, and I was like, man, if the Saints come to play in Atlanta. And when it'd be the most embarrassing situation that I would win, be forced to endure. And win in Atlanta. That would be the worst if they came in in like underdog status and came in and whooped up Tom Brady like in our in our stadium. That would suck. And it, it what if they beat Tom Brady because that's because we didn't. They came yeah. to Atlanta. They came in, to our, in our city. Showed us how it was done. <laughs> and Drew Brees with that little weird thing on the side of his face is like, deuces, I'm going to go you know retire. What? I have a complicated uh, relationship with Drew Brees because I think that he's a great quarterback. He's the Saints man. quarterback. He's great, but he's a Saints quarterback. Now, I was a fan of Drew coming out of Chargers, San Diego. Because yeah. mm-hmm. when they cut him because of the rotator cuff situation. Mm-hmm. Um, Which was dumb. When they did, but, he had know. a good season. And I was like, man, he's a great quarterback. He's He's a great quarterback. You know, they got Phillip Rivers, shipped him out of town, and then he is uh, making him pay, in mm-hmm. my opinion. He's, mm-hmm. you know, Phillip Rivers is a great quarterback. Yeah, I mean, but he's, he's making just, him pay, though, you know, because um, he's one of the best of all time. Phillip Rivers yeah, he just, he just played. Just, oh, yeah, they, 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 they won like 12 been, games this year. Yeah, they're like they 12 and there, 4. You know. Something or something around, somewhere around there. Boy, uh, they right. lost he's to still, Tom he's Brady. Still on the, he's still on the Chargers, though? Crazy. Yeah. Is he franchise on the Chargers? What do you mean? He's always been on the Chargers. Yeah, yeah. never, never gone in. I don't gone think he's going to go anywhere else. At this now. point, it's kind of I like a rat. It. Yeah, right. it's like it's like who else wants a broke, broken old Philip Rivers? Well, the thing is, is he played pretty good last year, and I think he'll be pretty. I think that if Philip Rivers was to leave today, there mm-hmm. have at least six teams that would sign him instantaneously today. Yeah, but I mean, he's gonna got probably got two or three more years. Yeah, I mean, it's like if he had a good year last year, but you're only as good as like the. Year you had the year before, it seems like. So, do you feel like if it, it would take the Falcons starting to win again before you come back? No, because you, I'm you, done. You're not coming back. I'm at done. All. I just not. It's not. Being I stubborn, like man. my Sundays. I like not having their f- games now on Thursdays. There's okay. DVR. We yeah. don't have to. We're not. I understand. Uh, we're not attached to this. Is not I understand the 90s. All this, but man, we're not like, attached to the television in, on I certain just, days I anymore. Get to a point with it where how about like, just how about what? you start with some highlights? Okay. Start with just right. watching a couple right. highlights. Oh, I'll give you that. See, see how you feel about it. You can go on YouTube now and watch just like five minute highlights that are like five minutes, and there'll and be a whole, the whole game, game condensed in like yeah. five minutes. See, Do that's that. the other thing too. Do that like and I see. Just can't lose a whole freaking Sunday on a bunch of old crap about guys just like taking timeouts and then like it's a four hour. I mean, not really four hour. It's like it is literally a twelve hour day on Sunday for football season. I mean, not and necessarily. That's if you just it's eight pro. hours. It's eight hours. Okay, so you have the one to four game, mm-hmm. the four to seven, the four to seven. Okay, and so the night yeah. game, and then so it's nine hours. Or mm-hmm. no, you're, I think maybe you're right. Yeah, it's like eleven, twelve hours. It is eleven because you count count that night game. I'm just mm-hmm. counting the first. Yeah. Because I watch red zone. 
Yeah. And Red Zone's only eight hours. They don't yeah. do the night. They it ends at the night. Yeah, game. because no other game is competing. right. Exactly. So um, that's eight hours. So yeah. you're right with that night. It was like eleven hours. Yeah. That's eleven. Now, I'm not hours. sitting down and watching anything for eleven yeah, hours. No, exactly. But it got to that point where I would. Well, Red Zone, my friend. Did know, you ever watch I, Red Zone? I love Red Zone, man. Come when on, I was man. when I was fantasy, that, that, this that is was the like way that you need to go. Sitting there and watching that, but I just, I, man, I just, I didn't associate with a lot of the people who were Atlanta fans. Because it was like they were so hopeful all the time. And it was just, I'm not a fair weather fan. I'm a realistic fan. And I know what happens when the Falcons get to the third and a half quarter. Like, I know what happens halfway through that third quarter with the Falcons. What's going to happen next? The defense just is like, we're going to play touch football now. And we're going to just, we're going to barely graze people and think it's finishing a tackle. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to, but the, but it's oh not their God. fault. It's not their fault. It's oh, the, the, the reason, same reason they lost the Super Bowl. We talked about this is they put a bunch of fucking, they put a bunch of points up super early. The defense did and the offense did. And they left their defense out on the field for the majority of the game. And we have never had a defense that we have a high impact offense. We score points. We don't stop scores. Like that's our problem is we score points. Right. Like you're not like a team like the Steelers or, or, you know, the Ravens where it's like, we're not necessarily going to have like the tip top offense, but we're going to make sure you don't score any points. Like, right. Because that's not how you play football. We talked about that. We talk about that all the time. We, now, football what about this though? Are you taking away the great Tom Brady here, man? No, and that's Tom what I'm Brady saying. Tom Brady did it to us, but Tom Brady's done this for almost and, 20 and years to several that's teams. That's my point is when you're sitting there talking trash up until the third quarter to the greatest quarterback of all time. Now, now, now I never like, accepted those. I had friends that were texting oh, me like, man. congratulations. Yeah. I, I was not returning yeah, those no. text messages. I was telling. I was, I was not adamant I was on not telling returning people phone calls. we are going to lose this game. I was like, we are... Um, we just need to play it through. Uh, I will give you this with Atlanta. You have to see it through. Yes. You I have mean, to see it through to the very last second mm-hmm. off of the clock with Atlanta sports. You do because we're, um, we're going to make it interesting in yeah. some way. We're going to, we you know, we're going to make it interesting, but I feel like, um, if a good strategy, in my opinion here, Nick is for you to start, let's just start here. It's a little project. Just, just do this next year. You got a whole year to think about okay. it. Okay. Next year, just start watching highlights. Okay. Okay. See how you feel. Mm-hmm. You, you, there's going to be some frustrating moments. It's not going to be a walk in the park uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Fair enough. But I feel like you'll start, it, it'll, it'll reawaken that fan in you and you can come back into the fold of Atlanta sports. <sighs> yeah, we'll see. Don't leave us, man. All right. So watch. Okay. I'll watch the Super Bowl. I probably will watch the Super Bowl. I don't know where, how, or, but I probably and it, and will. It's, since it's in Atlanta. Well, Maybe that'll I'm, reawaken oh, something no, in you. I'm staying away from the city. I Are suggest, you? Yeah, dude. I'm gonna be working, man. I'm gonna be yeah, in the city. Where you at? I, I don't know. I'm scheduled all week, though. Mm. All Super Bowl week. That's so terrible. I'm gonna be working those parties, man. Super Bowl parties. A thousand dollars a night for the Motel Six in downtown. Did, did you the check Motel into that? Six. How did you know that? Uh, there was just an article written. Uh, my buddy has a place in. Uh, she has a place in um, Castleberry Hills. She, she Airbnb like, in that thing? Airbnb in it. So a whole week she's making <laughs> seven grand on it. Are you serious? Yeah, thousand dollars a night. But she has like a loft apartment in like the middle of like Castleberry Hills where like I mean it's Black Hollywood, man, like out there. Really? Like so, it's so like super basically party. she can yeah. make about seven grand a week. Yeah. That's a beautiful situation. I mean, right? after I'm all the happy. Airbnb like booking fees or whatever. But yeah, she's gonna clear a good amount of money. I mean, that's her mortgage for like the first half of her year if she wanted it. Oh, no. she owns it that's the other that. thing too like oh really yeah she owns it it's not like renting she just doesn't rent her loft she owns it so 
You guys have a spare bedroom, right? Are you going to? Oh, heck no. What, what you, no, you, you no. Let some I'm, I'm there, locking my doors and, in there and leaving this city to its own devices <laughs> for that weekend. Are you staying? Are you not leaving your house for the week? I'm going to try to. Well, not the week. I'm going to try to avoid it. But like the Foo Fighters are coming. I was. I didn't get tickets to that. But I don't really care. Um, yeah, I'm just going to chill in. Make, I heard they're building the something down, downtown. Atlantic Station. Atlantic Station yeah. yeah, they're huge stage down at Atlantic Station. When I talk about huge stage, it's like a stadium stage. Okay, is that where the Foo Fighters going to be? I believe so, yeah. Okay. They did Turner Field, I think, last time they were here. That's what's up. They did Centennial the time before that. They did. I saw saw them. them. You saw my Centennial? Oh, yeah. It's such a good show. Yeah. um, Him and the Throne. Did we talk about this already? I think we... Did we? I don't know. But yeah, that was a while back ago. Centennial seems to be the best place to see concerts. I don't know. I always have fun every time I go to a concert in Centennial. So they're not doing nothing for a Super Bowl? I thought... Well, Jermaine Dupree is doing the halftime. Yeah, that's at the actual Super Bowl. Though. Is it though? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't if he, think so. Because well, it's Maroon you know, Five. Big Boy, they uh, Maroon Five has Travis Scott now. Travis Scott's coming, and Travis Scott has Big Boy coming. Well, and then they've got some the couple fact more. That they didn't uh, like Atlanta throw artists, so many, so much money at the hip hop scene here to make something happen. They had to. I, well, they had to on top of that. But then you announced Maroon Five. Like of all of all the things that could scream this city's rich heritage in southern hip hop music, you could have had a really fun Super Bowl halftime show, mm. and you squander it on moves like Jagger. Well, you know, he, here's the thing: there's still time. They're gonna try to make this thing happen. I but think they, they're gonna probably pull it together. But the problem is, is it feels like a lot of backpedaling. It is definitely you know where they have to like call Jermaine Dupree because he's available. <laughs> you know, listen, like, listen. Jermaine Dupree is um, king down here uh, in I ATL. Guess, yeah. I mean, he started this whole social deaf movement uh, back then, man. Yeah, There's like yeah. the whole label. That's a whole different. That's a whole different show. Though. I digress. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get. Let's that move later. on because we'll get into we get into southern hip hop. This show yeah, goes completely we, off the rails we'll not, at that we'll point. Not, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll never not, end it. Yeah. All right, so let's get into something else. Uh, I was reading this book called Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. And um, actually, I, I haven't read a book in a long time. It was really? an audio book. It was an audio book, though. Nothing it was like 10 hours, that. man. Nothing wrong with that. Right. And it, But it's called Think and Grow Rich. It's about the laws of attraction. Do you know what the law of attraction is? I mean, I know what my law of attraction is. What is what is Nick's law of attraction? And is it so, totally different than with the technical? How did you come up with your own law of attraction, first of all? Well, I mean, I just, I, I, I the way I apply it. You know, what? it's like, you, well, I mean, think about it. If, if, if you go into the, um, there's a, there's a theory that you can manifest your own reality. Okay. Okay. And that's kind of, you're kind of on the, the path I'm, there though. I'm on there. Yeah, you know, it's absolutely. like, I had a plan for what I wanted to do. Okay. I, and I executed it. It's not a matter of like, well, I would love to do this, but this has to happen, but that has to happen, but this has to happen. It's like, no, I want to work in the movies. I want to make music. I want to have a, you know, a badass, you know, city living situation. And I want to have a wonderful life. A badass check, 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 city check. living situation. Yeah, I love living in the city. Okay. I mean, okay. you've, seen you've always all... lived in the city. No, that's the problem is like, oh, I, no, yeah, you I were living out in the field. I lived out uh, in a the couple field times. for a, a couple times. <laughs> a couple, couple times you've been off the grid. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I've never enjoyed that. I like being in the middle of everything. So. That's a, you know, what's so funny about that is that it's so far from your other places oh, yeah. that you live. Oh, They're man. very yeah. different so, living like, I'm, situations. I, I'm very experienced in terms of how to, how to deal with uh, isolation and on top of that over, overstimulation. So, I'm, I'm well versed at both. I have a good, uh, good balance between now, but like the whole, the whole thing is just, 
you're going to, if you want something bad enough, you want something hard enough, nothing that you, nothing that anyone says or does is going to deter you from making that happen. And I don't know if that's just from a, from a, you know, goal oriented aspect of what I'm speaking to, but it's more or less, if you want your life a certain way, Mm-hmm. you got to make it that way. Like, and you got to put the, put the, what we call frequency, me and my wife, you have to put, you have so to you live and discuss this. Yeah. Thing. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, you have to live on a certain, I don't know if live on a certain frequency, but you just have to be on a certain frequency to, to make sure that anything that's going to happen is supposed to happen rather than like, if you're off a certain frequency, your reaction to a certain thing could cause what should have happened to go in a completely opposite way. And then you're dealing with, uh, you know, what we call <laughs> a quantum fluctuation. It's, it's great. Whoa, like whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, wait, we're dealing with what Nick quantum fluctuation, which is if you believe in, okay. So if you believe in the multiverse theory and you believe in sort of like this, this here we go, this theory of like, Everything, the multiverse theory. everything that could ever happen has happened all at once. And really? if you look at time, it's like, like alternate kind of like where it's like, okay, so if you're, if you're going down a path, say you're looking at a picture and you're zooming into the picture, okay? okay. You're zooming into the picture to an infinite amount of zoom. Like you're just going everything that's happening around that you're not focusing on. So say you're, you know, everything that's kind of like going past you in the zoom is a way you could have looked. You know what I'm saying? You could have looked that way and then you would have gone that going way. Going down that path. But there's like literally infinite amounts of things in front of you that you could have gone. So that's what the theory is that everything that has happened is happening all at once. And it's up to you to focus which way you want to kind of look mm. and then pick your path through that. So if you look at it as like a, it's, it's, it co- comes into like string theory. I mean, there's, I could go on and on and on. How did about you learn it. about that stuff, Nick? I just studying it, man. Like <laughs> study how, many, well, how, many, how many hours in a day does Nick Fox have? <laughs> study music it's just it's not so much that you just sort of you sort of figure life as like you know you just sort of have like little things in life that you kind of learn and figure out and then like you try to put explanations on why certain things and it's just it's it's the constant i guess um it's the constant search for an answer that you don't necessarily want or need but you kind of desire you know what i'm saying like Mm. you don't necessarily want the answer to everything because then you wouldn't strive to be anything better you know right Whereas, uh, you know, but you kind of always should want to know the answer, but not really need to know it. You know, it's like, so do so, you feel like it's the striving to know the answer oh, yeah. is the quest or so oh, to speak yeah. that every, we're every, like, like we, the, the, the objective answering questions is the only reason I think, uh, the human race has been able to do half hundred percent of the things it does is the quest for knowledge. You know, it's kind of thinking, okay, well, how do I get these ants out of this anthill? I'm going to use this fucking twig to stick down in there. And like, oh, that's the answer. You know, then from that spark of a moment of using a tool, it all stems from that. How can I solve this next problem? How can I solve this next problem? How can I solve this next problem? And, and eventually you just get, how do I solve death? <laughs> what, what is death? You know, like it comes, I mean, every how little, far off do you feel yeah. like we are from solving the death problem? I mean, you're it's still an issue. Bro. My, my, one of my personal mottos is life. No one gets out alive. Like it, it's the way it is. It's like, so if you're in this world and you're on, and you're on this world for a, um, I guess the only time you can, and, uh, it's a finite experience. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Life as general in this state, you know, like whatever this is that we don't know what's next, but while we're here, 
let's have fun and let's like, let's make the most of it and let's not beat each other up. And so the law of attraction comes in from when you're in this life, what sort of vibe or frequency are you going to put out into the world that you're going to want the universe to return to you? Or what sort of vibe or frequency are you going to put out there that if the universe does throw something at you, you can combat it and come back at it and actually learn, grow or solve whatever something the universe is throwing in your way. So is this something that you've always like abided by yourself or do you, yeah. have you always been a believer in it? Did yeah, you read I mean, the it, secret and then it, no, it, it has, it has nothing to do. I've never read the secret. I've never, I don't read self-help books. I don't, I don't buy you feel like you're better it. than the self-help. I, books. Not even that. I just think it's a lot more simple than they try to make it. I mean, the secret's pretty simple. I know, but that's the problem is this. They've now charged you a ridiculous amount of money for a simple concept that could have taken you 20 minutes to read rather than an hour and a half long commercial for a book that doesn't answer talking about the movie itself. I'm just talking about the whole concept and the whole self-help market in general. Mm. Like, don't get me wrong. There's people who need help out there, like in terms of just inspiring them for however you need to do it. Sometimes it's just a matter of listening to somebody else's personal account. And And yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that, but I just don't I think everyone's personal experience is different. It is. And so what's going to work for someone else isn't going to work for you. You can apply certain things, but like I say this with music all the time and it's kind of become sort of a mantra. It's like, I'm here to make a quilt. I'm not here to borrow a blanket. So I'm going to take aspects of certain so things. Let's, let's slow that down. I'm okay. here to make a quilt. I'm here to make a quilt, not borrow, a blanket. not borrow. A Explain blanket. that. So in terms of like music is how I apply it, but it can be applied anywhere. You want to take aspects of certain things. Okay. You don't want to take a certain thing in general of like, I'm going to take this person's personal experience and apply a hundred percent of it to my own and hopefully get the same results. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Same with music. It's like, I'm going to take this person's sound hundred percent of it. And hopefully it gets me the same results. And it never does because each person is on an individual path of their, whatever, you know, goal or life is, you know, like I'm saying, it's like there's an infinite amount of numbers for everyone. So when you break that down on an, on an exponential level, you're talking about like an astronomical amount of choices and outcome outcomes and possibilities. And so to think about that is completely just overwhelming at times. So when you get to a point of like, how am I going to solve this problem? How am I going to get out of this rut? How am I going to, well, I mean, the only answer I can give you is just like, put out positive vibes and get what, hopefully give what you hope to receive. You're not always going to receive it, but you can hope to receive it. Right. Right. And I feel like giving that, paying that forward and putting that faith out there is better than putting that negative, negative energy out there. Well, you're just going to, you're just going to attract again. It's your, your, it's going to just attract that sort of vibe because no positive person a is going to want to be anywhere near you in terms of no positivity, not just positive person. No positivity is going to, you're going to repel it. I mean, it's just a, it's a magnetism sort of thing. Positive, negative. You feel like you have more positive people in your life and your social circle and all that stuff. Or was there times I've talked to a friend of mine. And she said she had to kind of take a step back and she kind of got yep. negative people out of her circle. That's that's, the, that's what I do about situation. every... What, what, okay, so this thing, and I'm going to go crazy again, but there's this thing in astrology called a Saturn return. A sat, What is it called? A Saturn return. A Saturn return. Okay, and what that is is every seven years, uh, you change into almost a completely different person if you think about it. Because Saturn comes in... So you're starting from like years. born to seven, yep. seven to 14, yep. 14 to 21. Think about it. Hmm. 14, you hit your puberty. 21, you're considered an adult. 
So then I'm yeah. uh, you do then at 42 is the next change. Huh? 35 to 42 are you really that uh, much yeah, I got 35 but yeah think about it think about how different you were from 26 28, 28 to 35 to 35 mm-hmm. think about how different you were at 28 I mean I guess that's true and it's not but, but can that be true for every five years though when you think about it I mean it, different 15 and you starts, are 20 is, yeah exactly but not that much I mean are you are you, are you, are you I mean not? were you the same at 20 you were at 15 I mean, considering how the world looked at you, yeah. I mean, just think about really, it. Really, yeah. you look at a twenty-year-old, and if you're that that kind of stuff, I mean, that's what got R. Kelly in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> looking yeah. at the world through that through that kind of yeah. lens. I mean, but seriously, but how seriously? I mean, people are going to take you just as seriously at twenty. I mean, maybe a little more seriously, but way not, more than at fifteen. I mean, kind of fifteen. Get out of here. Twenty. Yeah, okay. Drive, yeah. you, you, you. But either way, like from 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 fourteen to <laughs> twenty-one. Mm-hmm. They're significant different. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you're right on the tail end of that at 20. So in that seven years, is that which, or is that when you rethink your friendships and yeah, relationships that's kinda, that's and stuff like that? I know I'm not scheduled it on that. It's never been, it's just kind of coincided with that. It's kind of random how that, how it always kind of works though. Cause you kind of think you're like, okay, well, you know, like every time I hang out with this person, all they want to do is bitch and complain about the job. Yeah. Do I want to hang out man, with that person seriously. anymore. Get them out of here. Get them every out of here, every folks. time I talk to this person, they want to bitch and complain about being single and about how women are just terrible and how they get can't them out get of a here. fair shake. Get them out. Mm-hmm. Or this on the congruent end of that, they just want to complain about their girlfriend, boyfriend. Anytime you have that sort of, or just even people who don't go anywhere. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, what I like right. to call driftwood. They just sort of float. You driftwood. Know? Yeah. Nice. They just kind of float. That's a, so what are they, are those people floating through life? What are they, what's their Not story? necessarily floating through life, but again, they haven't, if, if they're the same at, 21 as they are at 28 like you know like and you've gone through some significant changes but Mm. they're still you know hanging out and doing the same things they did and right i have a friend like that now an old roommate that's like he's on the wrong side of 40 and is trying to like go out to the clubs and dj and date you know 20 year olds and be in rock bands and i'm like dude you're (sighs) Not to say that's you can't do that, but can you, if you, you want you to. Can't, what if that's his life? But then don't complain about it when no one comes to your shows because all of your friends are forty something years old and they don't want to go to your show on a Thursday night. Facts. You know, like don't complain, don't complain about them. Don't like complain he, yeah, about them. Yeah, don't complain absolutely. about the women you date. How they're just like a bunch of like they don't you know they just don't get it. They don't want to be in any sort of relationship because they're twenty something years old, bro. Like they're just <laughs> just starting this whole yeah. Give them a shot headache to go through their whole life, right? Like, exactly. Yeah. Or exactly. You Absolutely. Know, like, You've been through so, yours, but like that's the thing, and they constantly complain about that. And you're like, well, you, the you know the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. It's Absolutely. Like, okay, I'm not going to do the same thing anymore. So I'm going to move on and go over here and start my life over here. You know, I got married. I have a whole nother aspect of my life that I have to, you know, pay attention to. Right. And sometimes my buddy's rock band show on a Wednesday night. It's not the priority. It's not the priority. <laughs> Sorry. And then them ha- having the gall to yell at me later about what you they, know, they expect you to show up fr- yeah man. none of my friends care dude it's like no it's not that we don't care it's i don't care i don't know what their problem is i don't care you know like you're I'm, a friend that doesn't I, care he's, he's, he's accurate i guess i don't know but i guess i'm not his friend anymore 
<laughs> so you've definitely so is he have you already made the, has he made the cut or is he still I don't around know. I mean, what's, he, what's, well, what's the, the situation he, there he works at a place we frequent a lot so okay. we so you have to kind of see him. him so every time I run into him he's like yeah man we're going on tour we're doing this like okay man I get it like I'm at home working 12 hours a day when I work, you know, like I'm, I'm making an album too, but I don't have to throw it in everyone's face. You know what I'm saying? I'm he's I'm trying to still, market his, his exactly. His but stuff. the problem is, is he's marketing through admits guilt and, and <laughs> he's trying to shame you. Is yeah, and shame. It's like he's shaming you into listening, shaming me into listening to your music. That's <laughs> well, you know, I kind of owe it to my buddy to listen to this CD and I kind of owe it to him to tell him what a great job it is and how great he did on it. It's like, no dude, I'm real. If you're, if your music sucks, I'm going to tell you your music sucks. And I would rather you, you be mad at me for being honest than to be, you know, content with me lying to your face. Well, I just, before we transition to our next subject here, I just want to say that, um, 11 years and counting red just made the cut. I'm Reg, still, I'm still yeah, around, bro. around and I'm we've gone through like, but the, the weird part the about cut. us is like, we've gone you through, know what I mean? we, we've gone through like years where we haven't talked to each other, like at least two or three years between. Cause I was time. in another state. Bro. Well, that, and also just other stuff, you know, like, like yeah, life stuff, just like, life mostly stuff, the yeah. biggest time was when I was out yeah, of state, we were out of state. And then, but yeah, that's the thing, but we've always kind of made the jumps together. It's been weird where it's like, Oh yeah, you got a job. I got a job too. Like, oh yeah, you got, you got a place. I got a place too. Like, like we're not like, you know, uh, we were, we, we kind of grew into the people we are now at not the same versus, rate versus the head, driftwood versus the driftwood of just like, I mean, we know a bunch of people we could reference on air. We're <laughs> oh, we, we are that. not, we will we're not, not do that. Speaking of which, let's move on to our next subject here. <laughs> oh no. Before we Speaking do that, of wood. let's, uh, <laughs> I have two random questions. So I'm going to go into this subject. Let's, before I have another random question, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you two random questions. Right. Here and I'm going to see what your, what your thoughts are. Okay. And they're two very different questions. How many, and I've asked several people this question. How many people do you think are on the planet earth? Isn't it uh 3.6 billion or something like that? You know, that's not the worst answer I've ever gotten. It's is it, is it six? It, it's about seven. Seven. So nine, then, how many? My next how guess, many? But I don't, uh, I don't around know. seven billion. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't horrible. And, mm-hmm. and and don't be don't be ashamed. Jump out there, man. You know. Okay. All right. So let's so reach, let's reach go to the next one. How many people do you think are in the United States? These two questions are not necessarily related to the subject. But wasn't I just it? To know. Um, let's see. Uh, I would go as ventured to say probably close to sixty million. How many did you say? Sixty million. It's embarrassing. Why? I, now I got to take back the advice I just oh, gave. Oh no! Why, why is this too much? <laughs> no, it's way. It's about oh, three hundred and something. Three hundred million. million. Right. Dang. Goodness gracious! You got about thirty-three million in California alone. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, at least you had a decent first yeah, guess. guess. Good, good guess. So let's go into another one, which is going into our subject. So here. this is three hundred million people in the United States. A little over now. Probably closer to probably around three thirty or. So did you read that article now, so. about millennials not having babies that are? Like not having babies at a rate at a replenishing. Like to yeah, replenishing. because they're smart. They're looking at like well, millennials are looking at their parents. I'm like, no, no, no I'm not. I'm not signing a, up for if that. I was seriously, that much of a financial <laughs> burden. I like having money. I'm not signing up for I that. I want to hold on to my money. I did it. You know, there's nothing. I don't. Uh, no, I don't no see there's anything wrong with that. Um. So speaking of kids and kid making. How many average sex partners do you feel like? Um, and we'll go with just United States, but it's it's. Let me give male you male or a, female because this is so, a very important question. Exactly, and I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you out here. Okay, yeah. so this number, um, 
This number has been remarkably close to the same for years. Okay. It's close globally speaking. It's uh-huh. close. It's a cl- like there's not much variation. Maybe one so to two be people. Because I'm going to give you one and it's going to either be one to really two, low. one to two people um, variation globally. Uh-huh. And it, and it's been pretty much the same. Okay. okay, and the male number and the female number aren't wildly different. So yeah. I've already given you a lot more than I probably should have <sighs> in this number. So let's go male number first. I'm male number? Average partners. Let's and I'm not even going to look it up on my phone because I know what the average. So it might not be <laughs> down to the exact number, but let's let's go. Because there's a lot of times where people brag about stuff. I'm going to, I'll just, I'll go with 25. 25 for male. 25 okay. for male. And then what do you think for female? 43. Okay. So before I can no, get actually, no, I'm not gonna say that. Uh, let's go with thirty. Just thirty just for female. Safe. Yeah. Okay. So that's average. Before, but before I give you this actual number, Man, I'm and gonna it, feel like a slut or a yeah, loser. Yeah, you, you, it's disastrous for you. <laughs> um, so, so let's just go ahead and say that now. But it's not the most disastrous. And I'll tell you, I mm-hmm. ask, I've asked females this question, and I ask males this question, and it's so funny what they both do when I ask this question. They always go more with the female. They always go more on the opposite sex. Oh, yeah? They always they go more the other, on the opposite the sex. grass is always greener. Right. Or so they always say that the opposite sex is so more, more stuff. No, than, than, yeah. with, than with we they could, have. We could have so many conversations about this, but if my wife <laughs> listened to this, it'd be so mad. And so the number is seven. The number is seven. Okay, so let me tell seven. you the number seven, wow, and the number is slightly higher for males, but not by a whole person. Like it's like a decimal point <sighs> higher, like you know, like seven point seven versus like seven and some change. Yeah, and the number does it's little nuance depending on where you are. Like there's certain states. I think like Utah had one of the lowest at like three, and then down like New Orleans or Louisiana <laughs> had like one of the 40. highest at like fourteen. So, um, yeah, you were way off. Yeah, I was way off. So, um. The thing is, when people hear this number, a lot of people are like, very much so. So a lot of people who are like, um, that number can't be right. But then let's think about a few things here. Let's think about a a few things. So uh, when people tell me this, when I'm, I've, first of all, I've had two or three people that nailed it exactly. And I was freaking amazed. Yeah, they nailed it. They nailed it right off top. (laughs) And I was like, wow, that's amazing. You know, but um, it depends on your peer group, who you know. Like, all right. So if you have friends. And let's yeah. say your friends have been married yeah. and they're not scumbags. They don't cheat. Yeah. Let's think about this for a second. Like you they got married pretty, they young. got married pretty young yeah. unless they're, even and if they, they get married or whatever, right. right off the bat. So you got to think about a person, how we look at a person. If they've been married four times, we're like, what? In the That's world? only four people. Though. That's only four people. But we look at you like you've been married four times. See, I've always, I've always had the quality over quantity sort of mentality with, with sex anyway. So right. I'm, right. I'm, me too. Me yeah, too. I'm like, so it's like, um, don't, I don't flaunt the uh, number. I flaunt the flaunt, the reviews. You, well, I'm the kind of person <laughs> that if your number, if your number is 50, right. Yeah. And I know I look at the 50 and I would have slept with four. Yeah. Then your number's four. For me. <laughs> <laughs> for me, you know what I mean? I'm looking yeah. like you're letting every, you're letting everybody in over yeah, there. So yeah, I, I only look at the number that I would have probably yeah. myself, but um, everybody's different. Well, I told my wife, I, I, I like told that, my wife know? the first time we actually hooked up, like the next day she, we were just sort of having pillow talk and I was like, I like repeat business. She loved that. Me too. Are you kidding me? Like I like yeah, repeat. I don't like that. Do. I don't like, I don't like people who are like, yeah, it was fun, but yeah, I'm going to go. It's like, oh, either, either it's a, it's a, it's hurtful or you're just like, oh, I was, I was used. 
Oh. <laughs> right, right. I, have well, I mean, if they too. didn't come back, though, I mean, why didn't they come back for a repeat, yeah, repeat visit? It, you might want to look at a couple it, things here. It's, so either on you, it's either on you or them, and I don't, <laughs> there's no answer. So you think about that, right? If a person has four marriages, you're yeah. looking at them like they're crazy. Lord forbid they tell you they have like five. You know, then you're like, well, like what, well, what in the world's your problem? Yeah. So yeah. let's or think about that. King. So you have you have that situation. Now, um, a lot of times if you have friends that tend to frequent nightclubs and yeah. stuff of that nature, then Nine. that's another thing yeah. where that number grows. But that yeah. depends on your peer group at that point. Like yeah. you might, man, my friends. But seven, if you look that at, was but like if you look last at the world, month. if you even look at the world as an average of votes, I mean, look at look at the average of votes you got going on in terms of like red versus blue or if you want to go fundamental like religious, I mean, that's sort of a thing. It's a majority. So that number is going to be lower because the people who are out, you know, hitting up three different chicks a week or a day sometimes it's just like, uh, you know, that obviously isn't in the majority. So when you think about that number, you think more or less about, okay, well, who's really, you know, who's really driving that number down from what you're thinking. From in with terms the, of your peer uh, group exactly. About. And it's kind of what like is the variable in that situation. I equate it to people whose peer group. Um, let's say, let's just go to weed. Okay. Or, or cigarettes or, or, or um, yeah, we just go weed and cigarettes. Yeah. Um, if you feel like, cause I asked a friend one time, um, and he felt uh, that the majority of people smoked cigarettes and weed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, mm, it's not even close. Not even close. It's not even close to the no. majority. So no. that's more telling about yourself. You know what I mean? Or because just, what you're doing is like you your, your, your peer group. Because yeah. that means you're probably looking at your peer group and, and all every, of you probably smoke. smoke. Yeah, yeah. Right. And you're like, all right, well, we also extrapolate that out. See, I don't know if you were like this in high school. I was definitely like this in terms of just like if you if you want to base high school on kind of like an archaic sort of elementary social sort of hierarchy which mm-hmm. I think a lot of people do. I mean, they, I mean, a lot of people still kind of look they at draw that from as that like a basis still, of right, just absolutely. like their first sort of experience into like how social, you know, how, you know, just works, how social situations work. And I was always one that floated, you know, like I never had like one group that Me I was too. like, Oh, you know, I only hang out with the jocks, right? But there were people like that. But I was always the guy who was like, I'm going to go over here and talk to the hip hop kids. I'm going to go over here and talk to the goth kids. I'm going to go over here and talk to the jocks. I'm going to go over here, over here and talk to the bookworms. Like I had friends in all everything. So it's like being an outside, like a perpetual outsider, not necessarily outsider, but just on the I, cusp of like with everything. No belonging to one particular You kind of group. see everything as like a big picture and see how silly it actually is. You know? Absolutely. And how like, you know, like how just really kind of, and even on a, now on a global level, you kind of can, like, I don't know, I can kind of look back and be like, like the whole um, Native American thing. It's like, you, you take a big look at that. It's like, well, neither side was right. You know, right. You don't show up to a, a Native American rally with MAGA hats and not expected to be you yeah, know, an issue, an issue. And then on top of that, you don't go over there and harass the people and expect them not to get the same sort of well, reaction. There'll like, be a reaction. It's, it's going to be a reaction the same to thing. So it's like all these. So, yeah, I can see where that number would be a lot lower than what people who you would probably ask because you're probably working with people who work. Now you're probably these are these people you work with. 
Uh, well, asking, uh, friends that, that come up with the higher number is what I'm um, saying. I haven't really asked around work. I I did for when I was talking about the um how many people are on Earth yeah. situation, and I yeah. got wildly different answers well, for some very also, smart people. You probably have you know? to do a little bit of tiptoeing when you're a manager asking like, yeah, What's you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. you're gonna keep it classy here. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie's not trying to get sued, right? It, well, um, that's a fabulous subject, though. We will definitely expand a bit more on. On that subject, I just wanted to kind of get where you're, where mm-hmm. the Nick Bach answer line. You know I, I, mean? I, I give people a lot more slut. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, there are a lot out there because there's some are like, man, I did that last week yeah. type situation. But you, if you did, just know that you are an outlier. But, but for you're every, an for every one person that's like, you know, hitting it up four or five days a week, there's always that one person who isn't getting any. So. Well, you know, the global situation too is like actually a little less. So that's like five, mm-hmm. between about five or six, five point five six. Well, but it's also, not when you start extreme, getting though. on the global thing. I know, yeah. But when you start getting, well, even then though, like you, I would say, like religious kind of like Muslim, but even Muslims have like five or six different it, lives. It depends on just where you. Yeah. I think that uh, the thing about that number that has always amazed me is that how consistent it's been through history mm-hmm. for one. And how close it is from male to female and mm-hmm. how close it is uh, globally. Yeah. Like, you know, that means that the number is around there. That means a number, even if you don't believe the number seven, it's not, it's probably not 13. That's the thing. I, it's probably not I, three. I, you know well, what I mean? Now breaking it down and why the average is where it's at, it kind of does make sense. Right, right, right. You know? Well, um, today, Nick Rock, you were a leather jacket, Nick. You, you were wearing a leather jacket. And you really brought it today. Thanks, man. I think maybe, I maybe I don't want to. I mean, well, it's going to get high. I got this jacket. But in, I think you should at least. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. wait. You got the jacket in Europe. Yeah. Where at? Uh, some little town in Germany. I was born in Germany. Nice. Where? Frankfurt. Um, Frankfurt have you ever been yeah. to Baumholder? I have no clue what you're talking about. Baumholder has a uh, army base. Is that right? Because I, I figured you're a military baby. Correct. Yeah. So your father. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, there's a mili- there's a army base in Baumholder and my wife's family owns a uh, hotel out there. Serious so, business. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We go out there and chill. Like, Baumholder is like this little village in the middle of, like, the German countryside. It's amazing. So, so if I go out there, any kind of deal, friendship deal, I mean, I'll put the money sure. out there, man. But don't, if well, I, if you can do something for me, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, like, well, talk to me. Talk to me after the show. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll hook you up. All right. Sounds like a plan. See you later. See you, bud.